Today's read, Midnight, A Gangster Love Story by Sister Soldier. Chapter 10, Heavenly Paradise. You seem so serious. How come? It was a female from around my way, breaking my concentration when I paused for five seconds on the block to organize my thoughts. It wasn't just any female. Her name was Heavenly Paradise, AKA Heaven on Earth. She was famous for her light brown eyes and mean ass walk. Boys battled one another for her with their fists and their finances. She always ended up with either the strongest or richest. You could always tell who was getting it by the gold pendant she wore around her neck. They all gave her either their gold nameplate or their pendant to rock. I heard that even when she broke up with them, she never gave it back. Dudes knew they had to pay to play, try to cut their losses and charge the rest to the game. In the streets, everybody knew she was conflict's woman these days. He sported her like her pussy was brand new and kept her real close. She was wearing his pendant, a 14 karat gold dagger. Everybody knew conflict was Superior's younger brother. Superior was the most infamous hustler in my area by now. Conflict was his blood brother and right hand man. I didn't call this girl over, so I didn't know what she was trying to do by approaching me on the block in front of everybody. I did know that all the males out here sweated her hard, but conflict had her on lock. I didn't sweat her at all. She was somebody else's piece, and I respected that. Besides, I never messed with another man's woman, money, or property. Ever since I won the pull-up contest that Daquan sponsored on the block, Heavenly Paradise set her eyes on me, and she wasn't used to getting turned down. Now that I'm 14, my voice is deep, accent long gone. I chill every day in the most wanted styles, my kicks fresh, I keep money in my pocket. I'm closing in on six feet one. My body is cut like what? Girls think I did it for them. I did it for war. Now, I can't keep these females off of me. The more I show them nothing, no interest at all, the harder they come for me. Shit got crazy. What could I tell them, seriously? Could I tell them I was born Muslim and we don't believe in dating or sex before marriage? I was not the kind of Muslim they were used to seeing or being or hearing about, like the ones who were born Christian in America, who suddenly changed their name to something Islamic sounding and other than playing Islamic dress up, they don't do anything that a Muslim is supposed to do. Or the ones just make believing that they're Muslims, who fuck all the women, never marry them, abandon all the babies, and talk a lot of shit that don't add up to nothing. Could I tell them, yeah, you look good to me, which was the truth, but you're a ran through whore 
who my moms would never accept, which was the truth also. Nah, I couldn't tell them nothing, so I didn't. I was known for being quiet and serious and silent. I see you always got a book in your pocket. Do you read them or just carry them around? She asked, smiling and very confident in herself. Now she had one hand on her hip, gripping her little waistline, twisting her little body to make sure I could see the curve of her famous ass, which poked out even when she rocked long skirts. The fact of the matter was, if I was back home in my grandfather's African village, at age 14, I could rightfully be planning to marry, own a piece of land, and start a family. To some people, this might sound crazy. I understood it 100%. I could feel the difference in myself from when I was 12 or even 13. At 14, I feel stronger. My observations are sharper. I looked at things a bit differently than I did before. In my body, I felt a force, a yearning, a hunger. In my grandfather's village, they must have understood the human body and mind. They built a village that could stay in step with reality. If at 14, the natural thing was to feel and become sexual, then at 14, you could marry and start a family and become responsible and respectable. In the USA, the society was out of pace with the natural development of its young. They made it a shame for a youth to feel and be sexual at 14 and looked away while they knew it was happening randomly anyway. Adults acted surprised and disgusted when teens got pregnant. Then they pressed them to kill their seeds. The laws made it premature and illegal for teens to marry or to even get working papers and become responsible and earn. I knew because around my way, a young teenage girl named Raven got pregnant by a mild-mannered cat named Thomas. Her mother dragged her in tears to the abortion clinic. Three days later, Thomas shot and killed his girlfriend's mother for killing his unborn. I consider myself a disciplined cat, but under Plan USA, even when a youth graduates from high school, his parent is still hollering, finish your education first. Next, he does four or five years of undergraduate school at some college. Still, the adults are hollering, secure a good job first, then start a family. No matter how disciplined a youth is, could he really hold off completely? Could he resist his sexual nature until he's 23 years old? Or is it the American way for the young to abort all the babies they create up until the time they are eligible to marry, have completed their studies, and are qualified to work? Reality says no. So the block was bursting with chaos. Everybody's fucking everybody. Nobody's married. Nobody claims responsibility. Nobody's respected. 
I gotta go, I told Heavenly Paradise and pushed off. I could hear her sucking her teeth at me, even though I knew she would not give up. I just kept it moving. There was more than enough business for me to handle.